from the Los Angeles Underground. It's time for your new favorite podcast, The Superiority Complex. It's like honey in your ear holes. Welcome back to Superiority Complex, everybody. Your new favorite podcast. We always start on the exhale. Do you guys notice? I sometimes edit it out, but I start with like a... And then it's an exhale. It's like the don't, anticipation and then the release. Don't do the shutter. Just... I can't do that. Well, there's, see, I told you guys... What it sounded like. Today's episode brought to you by Pizza Mania, which you're going to be hearing me burp up through the rest of the episode. But gosh, it was delicious, wasn't it? Yes. It was good. I love their red sauce. Oh, good stuff. It's that my favorite. Light, White fluffy, light, fluffy bread. That crust. A good crust. Mm. Mm. Made a little, we had it. Not covered in grease. And much to the chagrin of many out there, we ate pizza, pepperoni with pineapple. And we liked it. Yeah. I love pepperoni pineapple. Thank you. A little spicy, a little sweet. Thank you. Yeah. But I also like mushrooms and olives on my pizza. <laughs> Ooh, mushrooms! I'm I'm a texture. I'm not usually a texture eater, but the mushrooms. the mushrooms they put on pizza have that texture. Has it's, like a little bite to you it. You don't it's, like it? I can't so, tell if you like it or no, not. No, no, no. Okay, no. no. I love mushrooms and I love olives, black mm-hmm. olives. Yeah. Oh, uh, black olives on pizza. That's I like mind. I love those two things, and most people don't like that. Gross. I don't mind the I don't mind the black olives. What's what your favorite pizza topping, Jake? Favorite, just single pizza topping. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got I you got to go pepperoni. All right, Justine. Mushroom. Mushroom, Patrick. Pepperoni. See, pepperoni. 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 That's classic. You notice we didn't I ask would... we didn't ask John Sandy because John Sandy is not here today. And he hates pizza. And he hates pizza, so he wouldn't have even wanted <laughs> to be here. He's going to try to imitate his laugh. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's here. <laughs> Everybody try to do your best. Let me hear your best, John no, Sandy. <laughs> it's, I, it's too powerful. I sound like <laughs> Dr. Evil laughing in the room. I can't do it. It's not the snow. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> okay. it's, got, it's from. It's got to be from here. Yeah, <laughs> from the gut. Uh. You know when he re-listens to this, he's gonna be laughing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gonna be sitting that li- library laughing. Like John told me that uh, he's. There's been occasions where people have gone to a movie, and uh, they'll seek him out afterward and go, "I knew you were here. I heard you laugh." So you know, you hear John Sandy laugh in the credit theater. It's like, how do you not recognize that? Laugh? Yeah. If you hear it in a credit theater, you know you're watching a good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, John had to have his. Uh, He's got a little Raquel Welch swimming in his knee right now, his kneecap right now. I thought he was getting x-rayed to get superpowers. He's getting x-rayed for He's his being knee. being radioactive. I hope so. I hope I hope if there is some sort of a radiological disaster that it works out in his favor. Yeah. And he comes back with... If anybody deserved to be a superhero. Yeah. Sandy. Super strength. No, mm-hmm. not even that. Like, just able to give you the most inane fact about me. <laughs> I imagine his whole suit, like his cape is a... Hawaiian. Oh, like a Hawaiian theme? <laughs> yeah. Like a Hawaiian cape, yeah. I like it, I like it. And his his laugh just like breaks. With the, he's wearing a hat still. Who's the he's... who's the X-Men who can, uh, this, it's sonic, everything he has is like sound and it like breaks. Oh, um, Megas- no, no, that's not, it's not an X-Men, that's, uh, Birds of- that's in humans, that's uh, uh, Black Bolt. Okay, just like that. There's. I thought there was one in the X-Men that can do that too. Maybe I just know there probably is. It was in one know. of the recent movies, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, Bolt yeah. opens his mouth and <laughs> the world dies. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So when John laughs and then like we we sh- but he's like kind of like a nefarious. He's not really good, but he's not really bad. So like his laugh can open like bank vaults. Like yeah. it vibrates the locks open and then. Uh-huh. So he's a super villain. I want to see this drawn out, Patrick. Please. Yeah. I yeah. want no, his whole suit on. to be khaki, but then his cape is. <laughs> John doesn't wear khaki. Well, I don't know. His I'm hats are dress- usually khaki. He okay. wears jeans. 
I well, then him... put him in a jean outfit like no. Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears. He I doesn't want... wear like a full like a Canadian tuxedo. No. He needs to have a one like a like a one a Hawaiian onesie with like some album cover as his cape. I think that and a hat it. and a hat. Oh yeah, yeah. Like a symbol is like, um, like in, on his chest, he's got like the uh, the lightning bolt from Bowie, uh-huh. like I the mean, Bowie we, lightning we bolt. We already know what his theme music would be. Do dee do. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. am the god of hellfire. Yeah. Yeah, there has to be fire behind him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Patrick, we already Patrick, like, we already planned it out for you. No, because I'm just gonna draw him as Yukon Cornelius. Yeah, Fan that's art. good too. There you go. That's Fan good art. too. Fan art from Fran art from someone from the mm, show. I love it. Shout out to John Sandy. Hope yeah. you're feeling well, John. I'm ready for He's it. He's probably listening to this right now. Hope you're out there getting your superpowers. Shaking his, he's rolling his eyes. So I have a, we have a, don't let me forget, we have a letter from a listener and fellow podcaster. But before that, oh. I just wanted to share, uh, while I was driving over here, uh, I got a text from our friend uh, Steve O'Dockerson, a.k.a. Hob the Troll. <clears throat> don't. And just ruined uh, it. That's just that's a secret identity. Why do you have to do that? Oh, everybody knows it. that's a uh, Steve. He, he he put a thing on here to call him, but I don't have the connector for this. You can just keep it right up against the board. Place. I could, but it's yeah, it's, it's not the same. Sound it sounds terrible. So I'm sorry we didn't call you Hob, but next time we'll. Uh, I wasn't ready to call you today, but uh, so he was in a movie with Christina Ricci. What? Yeah, he was in a Ricci double feature. He was in a Ricci feature or a triple feature. Why didn't we have him on the Ricci double feature? Because he just he heard it and he said, "Hey, Uh, just so you know." And it's a movie called Casper. No, Uh (laughs) (laughs) you're so excited. (laughs) Uh, We were talking about we were talking about tiki bars, and then it came up. He's like, "Hey, I was in a movie with Christina Ricci," and I said, "Pray tell." He said, "It's called All's Fair in Love." And fair is spelled F-A-I-R-E, as in Renaissance Fair. So they shot it at the at the Renaissance Fair in Michigan, mm. and he was in the movie as Hob the Troll. So he can be spotted in the movie as Hob the Troll. And he said, I asked him for any on-set gossip, and he said that Christina Ricci and the, the guy from Grandma's Boy, uh, Owen Benjamin, were engaged on the movie. They got engaged on the movie set. Oh. But they ended up not getting married because... Because uh, she's too cool. Probably. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. He's, he's in a movie. He said Matthew Lillard's in it, such as the entertainer, and Margaret, and Hob the Troll. So look, wow. if you can find it, it went straight to DVD. <laughs> All's oh, fair in love. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Check it out. We're going to seek it out. We need to watch this movie. I need to find it. We do. We- we need to watch it just We right. can rent it on Amazon. Yeah, we can. We can. Did you already look at it? Yeah, yeah, I got it right here. It came right up. Yeah. Who's... I literally put alls and it went right to the first thing. I was like, Because it heard you. That's what the phone does. Yeah, yeah. They no, it doesn't do that. Now, uh, read, read, read us this, a brief synopsis of you that. You can get would a physical you? copy if you wanted to. Read it. Uh, read it, you wild bitch. Uh, this is how good this movie must be. Yeah, bitch. You ready? <laughs> a woman, Christina Ricci, and a college football star, Owen Benjamin, join a group of Renaissance actors. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That is the synopsis. That is great. <laughs> 2009. That's good. Right, well, you, if you want to look at, you can see a beautiful uh, Hob the Troll. Five out of ten on IMDb. Seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Must be good. Wow. 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 Well, Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, is look pretty at the movie cover. 
I mean, it's they're they're pretty stingy job. with their with their view with their ratings on. Uh, tomatoes, so it's yeah. got Hob the Troll in it. It's got to be good. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm sure he, you know his part is great. Wow. Yep. Free on Tubi. <laughs> Tubi. Yeah, free on Tubi. Tubi. Yeah, free like on Tucci? Tucci? I thought you were saying free. That's, that's I thought Tucci's you were saying f- free on Tubi, like a free on yeah. tube. I was like, Wait, what? Yeah, right here, free on Tubi, right there. Tubi. Uh, if you watch this, you may you may also like Baby Don, Baby Don, Baby Dunn. I can read and Diary of a Lunatic and Little Women Big Cars. Wow, Little Women. So those who watched uh, All's Fair in Love might like those movies. We like the cars, the, the cars, cars that, that go, go boom. boom. We are Tigra and, and Bunny, Bunny, and we, we like, like the, the boom. boom. Wasn't that music? In Lethal Weapon, they played a song like that. It no. wasn't that song, though. No. It was not that song. No. But it was, uh, I always like when they try to portray gang life in a mainstream movie. That's always uh, pretty funny. That's okay. pretty accurate. All right, here we go. So this uh, letter is a little letter from, I got to put my glasses on. Here's a little letter from our friend uh, Brent at the Home Video Hustle. He wrote us a letter. He wrote us a letter, and we missed it. I mean, I should have read it last week. We We just got got a letter. We We just got got a letter. letter. I wonder wonder who it's from. It's Brent. It's Brent. Hustle, motherfucking hustle. Okay, so uh, you're gonna have to excuse my cold reading skills or lack thereof. Like Mrs. Claus. Bring them, lower, bring them lower down your nose. I, yeah, put them way, down. Put yeah, you need to bring the, it down to the end. It's the way I wear nose. my glasses. And go, Do you have your, your jacket and your smoking side? By the way, I wear eyes. the glasses I wear have the bifocal in them. It's just invisible. No, Ooh, we can see it. Damn. Oh, damn. Okay, Mrs. We can, we, can, we can definitely see it. All right, here we go. Uh, what's up, Soup <laughs> Complexers? Was listening to the Reservoir Dogs episode, and y'all, rem- y'all reminded me of a story I thought you may like. When I was a teenager, I would go to the video store and grab any movie I could that looked cool, and one day I grabbed Predator 2 and Reservoir Dogs. My mom didn't care about what I watched, but Dad did, and they were together at this time, so I would watch movies right when I got home from school before they got home. I love Predator 2, and I still say I like it more than the original, but that's not the story. I (laughs) fell in love with Reservoir Dogs, and I ended up watching it almost every day. Mm -hmm. Showed it to PJ, and he loved it too. It's actually one of the early friendship fundamentals for us. And and if you listen to the show, there are certain movies they call friendship fundamentals. And I even had a big poster on the wall of the scene with Mr. Pink and Mr. White pointing guns at each other. Nice. Nice. Oh, and Patrick and Jake, there is a, an Xbox slash PS2 game adaptation too. I got it for Christmas one year, and it's not great, but it has cool moments, and it actually shows what happened to Mr. Pink after he left the warehouse at the end. Dang. Wow. Is it canon? Uh, There's no way. I, I don't know. There's it's canon. No I would rant and rave about it all the time, and one day I saw that Spike TV was showing it, and I told my grandma she had to see it. I finally what? talked her into watching it. <laughs> oh, no. oh my God. By the way, his grandma is like the, his grandma got him into like mystery science theater. His grandma, like if you listen to the podcast, he has the mm-hmm. best stories about his grandma. Uh, well, she's the reason for that podcast. Yeah, pretty mm-hmm. much. Well, him, I think his uncle has a lot to do with it too, because his uncle would show him all these great movies. What, you stalker? Uh, no, he, I have been. You listen I, to the show, you I, find out all this yeah, shit. I started listening to that show like episode four, I think, episode four or five. Anyway. I finally talked her into watching it, and she seemed to be into it for the most part. The second that the N-word dropped, though, it was raps. She legit stood up 
out of her chair and walked out of the room. And I didn't get it at the time because I just hadn't I had to deal with that harsh part of reality just yet. I honestly never watched it the same way after that. I still enjoyed it, but I never forgot about that moment with my grandma. I can still vividly picture it when I close my eyes. Then as I got older, I got it completely. I've been called the N-word multiple times, and once even by a kid that was probably two years old when I worked at the hospital. I wanted to run over and flip the, <laughs> flip his Fuck? little fucking wagon over, and then I realized <laughs> I shouldn't be mad at the kid. I'm sure his bitch-ass parents taught him that. <laughs> yeah. Almost the same thing as with Tales from the Hood. I saw that movie differently after being harassed and slammed on the hood of a police car one time because I fit the description or some bullshit like that. Life has a way of giving you new perspective on things. I do still like the movie, but it definitely can never be a perfect movie for me like it was back when I was younger. Same with Pulp Fiction. Quentin Tarantino is weird because on one hand, he seems to love black culture and picks from it time and time again. Uh, and we are going to, he said to watch, show Jackie Brown and they'll really see it. We are going to watch Jackie Brown. Mm -hmm. But then also loves to throw around words that black folks would typically whoop ass for saying. <clears throat> Sam Jackson gives him a pass, but there are reasons that Spike Lee is not a fan of his. All that to say, I still do enjoy Quentin Tarantino movies, but I always had that memory in the back of my head when I watched them. That disapproving look from my grandma has stuck with me for over a decade. Damn near two at this point. I haven't seen his last couple of films, but I heard the last one did some questionable shit with Bruce Lee, and I just remember shaking my head and thinking, he's still doing this type of shit. It honestly turned me off from seeing that movie because I fucking love Bruce Lee flicks, and they did my boy dirty. If they did my boy dirty, then I don't want to see it. Don't want to take up too much more of your time, but I thought you may that it may maybe another perspective for your listeners, and it brought back that memory. Uh, hearing you guys talk about it because I haven't watched that movie in over a decade now. Hope you guys are all well. Much love to you all from here in Columbus and keep doing what you're doing because you look good doing it. Peace, Brent. Well, Brent, thank you very much. Um, How's he know what we look like? Yeah, he knows. He, he's seen us. He's, he, we, got the, we got the feed Where's going. Where's the camera? We got the feed going. But yeah, that's a great perspective from yeah. someone. Mm -hmm. And it's it's just like we talk about. It. And he, he brings up a great point. It's like he, Quentin Tarantino loves the black culture enough to like pinch from it from time to time the music you know even using pam greer in jackie brown and things like that but at the same time that does not give you a pass no, it does no. not give you a pass proximity to other people does, uh, people of other cultures does not give you a pass to say things about them it is literally mm -hmm. the horrible answer of oh i have a black friend. yeah i have a black friend so i can do <clears> that's that's exactly what that is you know a bunch of um braves fans got loose in the dodger fan pages on facebook and, uh, well, we didn't even talk about it last week, Pat, uh, Justine. Dodgers are out, and then the Braves won the World Series, so boo. But uh, at least the Astros didn't win, so yeah. yay, question Hell mark. Yeah. Um, always good to see the Astros. But, <clears throat> you know, there's, there's a thing going right now with the chop. Like, the the the, um, the Braves use a, a, a – they, they chant, and they do a thing called the chop. Oh, my God. Wasn't I complaining about this? No. I was just telling my whole family that, and they were what's like, the, "What's the chop?" I'd say they're like, "It's fine," because they it's they do that. <sighs> they do it. They do a chop like they're chopping a tomahawk, mm -hmm. and they do a chant, and they're I trying to sound like, like their logo. They, they tra they're trying like to sound it. like Native Americans. They actually it's just like in Hot Shot. Uh, was it Hot Shot? No, uh, Angels in the Outfield. No, Major, Major League. League. Kind Major of. League when they do that. Yeah. yeah. Like, they kind of, uh, they actually stole it from Florida State when Deion Sanders went to um, uh, the Atlanta Braves. Because um, uh, he, he played at Florida State. But um, that does not, 
but all these people are like, and it's all people that are always like, oh, hey, it's okay because uh, one- It's um, always been like this. One, or the big argument they were saying, I kept telling them, like, they, they got loose and they were, people were making fun of them for the chant and they were saying, oh, what do you guys, uh, you guys are all, um, you, you guys are just so sensitive, like- Bunch of snowflake blades. Yeah, the, the Cherokee Nation out here said it was okay. And- um, I guarantee if you asked them, they would say otherwise. Well, here's the thing. One tribe uh, signed off on it, right? Um, one one tribe, like the Eastern Cherokee tribe. But they're – so let's say – okay, so the Florida State Seminoles, they do the cheer. But the Seminole tribe has like worked with the – worked, and the chief of that tribe has like – has given them a pass saying like, look, the school's done a lot for the tribe. That's one thing. Okay. These are just braves. Like it's a generic term for native American warrior. Right? So yeah, that one tribe gave you a pass, but there are literally hundreds of tribes left in the United States. And you know that if one of them thinks it's offensive, it's offensive. Like, I don't know why people have such a hard time with that idea that if one person, if you're offending one particular group or one person in that group like yeah then you're offending someone and it's offensive and it's like no people and it's like oh people just look for things to be offensive now it's like no 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 no. people just call people on their bullshit now that's what it is people are more more vocal about calling people on their bullshit so when we watch a movie that's 20 years ago right Mm -hmm. and quentin tarantino and it's an all-white cast and they're dropping the n-bombs and you have a problem with that there's nothing wrong with having a problem with that because it's problematic Mm -hmm. why are you using that word there's no need to use that word. We talked about it, and I appreciate you, Brent, for your for your perspective. Because uh, just think of like Brent, like the, the, Brent's a person who loved that movie, and then it took his grandma saying something for him to kind of put it in perspective because he was young when he saw it, right? So, how many other kids think, hey, that's okay because they're young? Yeah, you know, and it, hey, they think it's it's okay to say that word because they're young, like the two year old kid at the hospital. Fucking pushes, fucking tip his wagon, little shit. I wanted to flip flip his wagon over. That's great. Uh, yeah, I think I think people are people try to nitpick because there's this whole counter culture now, our cancel culture, where everyone's trying to call people out on every little thing that they said or have said, but it's like. Well, cancel culture. Cancel culture is one of those words. It's like a right wing word. Yeah. That I always say, like, uh, as soon as I hear someone say cancel culture, I know that they're mad that they're not allowed to say something anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it's not even that it's or behave just, a certain way. We're not. It's not people trying to cancel someone. It's just trying to hold people accountable for their mm-hmm. actions. Exactly. You're responsible for what you do and how you interact with people. Mm-hmm. And if you can't own up to that and be like, "Yeah, fuck, I made a mistake. I'm sorry." Mm-hmm. That's fucking on you. Fuck you. Get the fuck out of my face. Get out of my house. Well, listen, listen. Uh, you, uh, the Braves fans—they're just doubling down now. They're so they're just gonna keep doing it, and uh, you know, like winning the World Series somehow just makes them look all the more racist. Well, yeah, but they feel like winning the World Series somehow vindicates that cheer, which it does not. Oh, I hated it every time. It's annoying. I was like, "Are you kidding me? Stop!" Yeah. But if you ask any one of them, I'll bet you they all say, "My great grandma was Cherokee." It's always Cherokee. Mm-hmm. It's- <laughs> or it's a. Uh- uh, my great grandma was an Indian princess. <laughs> they always look. She's not. They look. They're the blondest, blue-eyed, most blue-eyed people. <laughs> Blonde hair. Yeah. yeah <laughs> my grandma was Albino. Cherokee. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. My great grandma was Cherokee. Okay. Yeah. Sure. She, she was because sure. your family did some fucked up shit. Sure, yeah. Sure. She was. Sure. She was. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So anyway, 
Thanks for the letter, Brent. I love it. Then keep the mail. If I you love want... when we get mail. That's really nice. So Drop makes... us a line, guys. Please. It's like people actually listen to what we have to say. I know. Superi- it makes us feel important. Superiority complex at gmail.com. And you know, we don't put up with the racist bullshit here. Never. Nope. <laughs> That's just, that should be, let should be understood. If you're looking for the racist bullshit, just look elsewhere because we don't, we don't tolerate this that. This isn't Joe Rogan. Okay? Sexism, yes. <laughs> 100%. Put her in her place. Can't get enough. Yes. We are- Love James Bond. Shut up, Justine. Yeah. <laughs> we are 100% on board with that, but no racist yeah. bullshit. All right? Pushy. Whoa. <laughs> Pushy good. Push it real good. Push it. She's emailing HR. Push it real good. HR Puffin stuff. HR Puffin stuff. <laughs> HR puppets. I love it. Don't I love worry. when he made that joke and he goes, kids of like this age, blah, blah, blah. He like defended it right after that. He explained his joke. <laughs> oh, if you on were Ted born Lasso. on yeah. Ted Lasso. I laughed so hard. If you were be born before this time, you would know what that means. Yeah. HR puppet yeah. stuff was a weird, it was a weird like puppet kind of show. Yeah. Sid and Marty Croft, have you ever watched uh, Sigmund and the Sea Monster? Show you sea monster or Sigmund the sea monster. You could see my sea monster. Whoa, is that C letter C? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. once, <laughs> wow, once again, we welcome sexism here. On the oh. <laughs> yes, I mean, if I mean, if you if you work where we work, it's uh, yeah, it happens, it happens. I just did a uh, a little guest spot, uh, like a like a one hour guest. I came in half halfway through an episode of uh. Of uh, uh, and that PJ and, and Brent were recording because they were recording like in, literally in the middle of the night. So I logged in at like midnight, and they're like, "Hey, we're halfway through the show." But we, that sounds he, he like something me. they would do. Yeah, they were up till mm-hmm. like four in the morning. It was crazy. Jesus. Yeah, I'm already like at work at that time. I'm already, Jeez, I'm, I'm what are you listening sleeping. to? Your your podcast? You listening to podcasts at that time? Yeah, I'm listening to a ton of podcasts. Yeah. What are you listening to right now? You're listening to uh, it, uh, literally with. Uh, the Literally. handsome Rob I listened to his like first episode and then I haven't listened for a while but he had some good guests so I wanted to hear it okay do you listen to the Dak Shepard one uh not anymore no no what happened did he do something to upset you he just um he interviews people I don't care about so what about I just it's fucking annoying. annoying what about Conan O'Brien needs a friend do you ever listen to that yes yeah, I do that? I listen to that how about comedy bang bang reactor comedy bang bang is behind a paywall now is it really yeah it was for, no is it it might not be or it's not Comedy Bang Bang. It's um no I, maybe is that what they changed their name to Comedy Bang Bang? They were comedy, they might have changed. They were Comedy Death Ray years ago, yeah. and then they changed to Comedy Bang. That's Bang. right. Mm-hmm. And I think there's something comedy else. Comedy Death. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's good shit. Good shit. Bob Duca, my favorite character on that show. <laughs> you know, you know Bob Duca. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh Well, that's the great Scott Ackerman over there. Blue. A lot of great guests on the on the Comedy Bang Bang. Strong. You got your Paul F. Tompkins on there all the time. You got mm-hmm. your. Uh, Paul F. Tompkins, also a super ego, super ego with Matt Gorley, who was producer of uh, of uh, uh, Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. I need to I need to download a couple episodes of that. That's that's they're so funny. Super ego is great. If you like sketch comedy, it's great. It's mm. improv sketch comedy. Mm. Good good stuff. Justine, what are you watching though? More uh, importantly, love, love Life on HBO. Ooh, what is that? The first season follows Anna Kendrick, which was really annoying until the end. And then this new season has that guy from uh, the show you like. Good people. Go- Good place. Good place. Ted Danson. 
No, the guy. Che- che- oh, Cheedy? Cheedy. Mm-hmm. But he's like a cool guy in the show. He's mm-hmm. not playing that nerd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's the new uh, lead now for season two. Oh, so it's not a reality show. No, I don't watch reality shows. I mean, you don't, not you don't watch watching. all reality shows all the time. You watch a lot of reality shows. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What do you mean you, you don't watch, watch Dancing with the Stars? Dancing with the Stars. Reality show. Be, well, because the the, there was a Spice Girl on it, that's so why I watched show. it. Yeah, but how's uh, my man Chan doing? Melora? Mm-hmm. She's great. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's going to win because stupid JoJo's in it. So Who's JoJo? JoJo Siwa. She was in Dance Moms and she blew up. She had a little bow collection that everyone kept doing. Mm-mm. What? But she's the JoJo first. Was. She's the first girl to have a woman as a dance partner. And she's nice. She but sounds... it's it's so difficult because they're both doing the same dance. Yeah, yeah. So you see it. You can instantly see the difference. But she's killing it. Hmm. Cheating though. She's... They don't. Why is she cheating? She's, she's a, a dance mom. She's a dancer. She's a how she got famous. My man Melora's gonna take it. She's the she's gonna do it. Yeah, there you go. She's good. She had like a one of her episodes, she was she like broke down and cried and was like, I can't do this. And then she killed it. Justine doesn't watch reality shows. Yeah, yeah. No. No. Nope. <laughs> she doesn't believe in reality TV, uh-huh. it's trash. Is it well, is they it put a spice girl on there? I'm gonna watch it. Is it really reality? Is it really? Well, now I'm watching him for Iman. He's the reason I'm watching now. So Jake, here's the thing about reality TV. None of it is real. I, I know. Like the great, like the great Carrie Fisher said, once you start to film it, it ceases being real. Yep. Mm-hmm. Damn. Mm-hmm. She's deep. Yes, she Even was. documentaries. Mm-hmm. Nice. Unless you're like a great Richard Attenborough documentary where they just let the animal die. Here, <laughs> here we have the three-toed so sloth. Yeah. Remember, mm-hmm. Patrick? And I was the puma doing... comes up to eat it. Mm, I was like doing puzzles and I kept watching it and I kept crying. I was like, snack. So no one helped this poor penguin <laughs> or this seal get eaten. Like, oh, I was dying. I cried so much. Have you seen the behind, like the behind the scenes with a lot of this stuff? Mm-mm. There, it's like the penguin. A lot of them, it's like gut wrenching for them. It's like you want to help, but you can't because you're trying to film a documentary. Yeah. So they just have to sit there and watch penguins get thrown around by orcas. Yeah, yeah. And, and all they hear in the of, background in the arms. <laughs> <laughs> I will remember you. You okay, Justine? She's too sad now. No. What always trips me out is when they show the behind the scenes and you see how far away the cameras are. Like yeah. those cameras are like way. But well, you- they're in like a tent and there's bears around and you're like, what the? Oh, yeah. There's some where there's like. Is going to protect you? No. And they're freezing in their tent. They're in like so a steel difficult. box that has enough yeah. room or like a plexiglass thing. No, there's like a polar bear just on top of it trying to get in. You're like, no. no thank, thank you. you. Just I feel like if us. I were the guy, I'd be like, this is a stupid choice. <laughs> you're like, Why am I here? Why did I take this job? You're like, this I could have done a reality show. <laughs> yeah, you're like, you're like, what's his name? Hooper at the end of Jaws. I can be recording the, the Kardashians right now, and here I am trying to get attacked by a polar bear. Who's your? Yes, why don't you watch the Kardashians? I've never seen. I don't know. I don't really know them. That's great. I've she never didn't want to make an ass of herself. It's really difficult when they talk about anyone, but you really him? should keep up with the Kardashians because I don't know anyone else. It's hard Good to for you. Part of a joke. Hmm. He he's he's commenting on the fact that she has a fake ass. Yes, is it, is it fake? Yeah, is that true? There's no way that's real. No way. I don't know. Justine, please weigh in on Kim Kardashian's. I just that. think of the um, the coffee maker <laughs> with her picture on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I know it's when you're talking. About it. uh, you're just like, ooh. I always think of that when I think of her butt. I'm like, oh, Brown Julius. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Hey. Would you like a nice cup of espresso? How we doing? We've come full circle. Yes, hey. we have. <laughs> People didn't hear that earlier. No, they didn't. Oh, not. that's right. We, yeah, we, we were recording it when we were talking about... Uh, I think it's for the best. I think we're good. Let's we're just talking stop. about the old... The old brown jewels. Oh, good mm-hmm. stuff. Patrick, what are you reading, man? Not much right now, but I am excited that the uh, the harder they fall just came out on Netflix. Yeah, I want to watch it. I've heard good things. What is that? Yeah. It's a western. It's got I think Ooh. an all black cast, right? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, it looks really good. Mm-hmm. Did it just come out today? When, today? Okay. Yeah. First season. I won't give you the day. Um, I think it's I a did. movie. It's a movie. Yeah. Oh, it's a movie. Oh, okay. But it's got our guy. It's straight Idris to Netflix. It's straight to Netflix or Netflix movie. Or? It's a Netflix movie. Oh, okay. It's got Idris Elba, I believe. Man, Netflix is just buying up every IP they can find. It's smart. I mean, they're making millions from it. Regina King, Idris Elba, uh, Lakeith Stanfield from uh, from Get Out. Oh, man. Uh, Delroy Lindo's in it. <clears throat> yeah, good cast. It's a huge cast. Mm. Uh, I can't wait. Two hours, 17 minutes. Beautiful. I love a Western. Mm-hmm. 88% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. 5.3 on IMDb. Really? Hmm. Give it time. I usually find it... I feel like when Rotten Tomatoes has a high score, I think it's a better... Um, like uh, Indicator? A fan. Uh, what do you call it? Better consumer reviews? Where IMDb is just all the nitpicky reviewers who are like, yeah, I didn't like it, no. See, yeah. I don't listen to review shows. Yeah, me neither. No, we, uh, we don't either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah, why? Why would you Obviously. do that? Obviously. Yeah. Who cares about critics' who, opinions? Like, yeah, who cares what people think? Everyone's about a critic. I was going to tell you, Patrick, I want, let me find out who the author is. So I bought this game called Red Rising. It was on sale. It's, they carry it at Target. And I bought it because it was a Stonemeyer game. Did you see that they have a, a, a Ravensburger Gargoyles game? Uh, Based and, off and, the old animated. And I've heard it's actually pretty good. I've heard that too. I'm going to crack I've it. I've heard it's good. So what's so, Red uh, Rising? Red Rising, um, it's a card game by Stonemeyer Games. They make great games. Uh, yeah, let's talk about some of our favorite Stonemeyer games. One to six players. Oh, okay. Um, so if you don't know Stonemeyer Games, let's, let's look it up real quick. The... What's the What's the overall rating on this bad boy? Oh, oh! It looks like we're getting like an eight out of ten. Uh, they do scythe, wing, wingspan, mm. viticulture. Um, viticulture is the wine, the wine one. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Didn't they make that art gallery game that Jake won? I don't think they did. No. Uh, they did one called Tapestry. What was that movie? What's that game? But called? Uh, uh, Wingspan's a fantastic. Stonemeyer games are all are renowned for like their their really quality components. Usually very well done games. Red Rising is all card based. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a really, really great uh, game. Very simple. You basically have a market of cards, then you have a hand of cards. And the whole point is to try to get as many victory points as you can. But you can only get victory points by trading cards. So you get to a point where you're like, I have to hold on to some of these because they're going to give me victory points at the end. Which ones do I get rid of? Mm-hmm. And then, but when you get rid of them, you're putting them out for other players to pick up, so it's like. So it's it sounds a lot like 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 a six player gin. Almost, all, it is almost kind of like that. Uh-huh. Um, you're you're you you pick up the same card again if nobody's grabbed it. Mm. You can th- do things like that, but um, you're keeping score, and different cards have different effects on different parts of how you score. Okay. So some of the stuff is advancing you towards the end of the game. Some of the stuff is getting you towards victory points. 
But the great thing about it is just all the, is the artwork is great, and there's all these characters on the card. Mm. And you're like, oh, hey, these are – well, they're all part of this world uh, called Red Rising, and it's actually a uh, science fiction series. And let me mm-hmm. pull up the author here. I think it's Pierce Brown is the author. It is? Yep. It's a novel by Pierce Brown. It's really, really great, and it kind of ties in a little bit to – there's shades of total recall in it because it's oh. man colonizing Mars – and the cool, it's a cool idea. Basically, uh, people are now separated instead of by uh, by race or anything. They're, they're all assigned a color at birth. So the golds are at the top. Wow. The golds are at the very top. They live, you know, they live the best lives in luxury. And the reds are at the bottom. They're the people that work in the mines. And they mine helium, which allows... Mars to be terraformed. And they call it a mine. Yeah. <laughs> a mine. So it's all about this guy who's lived his whole life in the mine, mm-hmm. unaware that this is... That there's gold that, that there's, Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he knows golds exist because they visit the mine, and they basically just... They rule with an iron fist. They'd have no... The, the yeah. lives of the Reds are worth nothing. That's brutal. It's great. It's really, really well-written and really, really quick. It's a very quick read, but it's deep. There's a lot of... It's, it's There's a lot of world building. It's a trilogy. I'm in the first book now, but I wanted to recommend that to you, Patrick. I think you would like it. I'm going to have to check it Red out. Rising. The game is great. We're definitely going to play the game Please. when we get back together. I always love Stonemaier games because they have a very elegant way mm-hmm. of portraying it's, their rules mm-hmm. with little symbols. And once you figure out yep. the symbols, it's like instantaneous. Does it follow the tradition of having like the best game setup ever? Like. How Wingspan has that beautiful little tray. You know, how Scythe has you these know what it is. It, there's a little a tray for the helium that you collect in the game because the helium is currency. They're I red. They're red crystals. But the game, it's a it's a really small. It, it's it lacks a lot of the components that other Stonemaier games have because it's all card based. But yeah. all of the art is on the cards, and you'll like the art style, Patrick. If you look it up, you can see what the I mean, cards look. I like. I mean, the box looks so I'll, well I'll organized. Review for you next week. Yeah, yeah. Let, let me know. I'm, I'm in the middle of the book right now. I'm like halfway through the book i uh, checked it out from my local library i love tomorrow. i love a i love yeah. a well-made box i want to read the whole trilogy now it's, it's a good it's a good story but check it out uh it's called a red rising by by uh uh pierce brown and the game is fantastic too oh, that's, that's cool. the board yeah 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 it's a very very simple very simple card and, and it's on sale right now at target but yeah so, I can't get over the box. It looks so well organized. Not been sponsored it's by beautiful. Target in any way. Apparently, there is a deluxe edition you can find where all the components are metal. Ooh. All the cubes and stuff are metal. Collectors are the collectors you edition. You know, I like me like. a metal cube. Yeah, mine are just pl- plastic. How much? That game was. I think it was forty bucks at Target. But if you have a the deluxe edition is eighty five. If you have an employee discount, it's much cheaper. Well. If you use your red card, it's 25% off one board game or one toy right now at Target. So that's what I did. 25% off. But yeah, oh, sorry, check it 60, out. Yeah, yeah. $60 for Deluxe. We got a uh, we got another game I'm gonna, I want to share with you guys called Space Base. Space Base? <clears throat> and it's very simple. Uh, it's basically a Machi Koro replacement. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, I'm, already, I'm in. Very easy. What's wrong? Space Base? What are you laughing about Space Base? <laughs> Go ahead, tell the class. No, 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 no. Tell the class. Yeah, share with the rest of the no. class. Tell the class. No. No, she's not saying it. Anyway, Space Base. What I love about it is easy. It's a board. Everybody has a board. You have 12 slots in your board, numbered 1 through 12. Mm-hmm. You get an opening hand of spacecraft that uh, that go 1 through 12. And they'll either, and it's like Monte Carlo, you get a bonus if, on a roll that you roll. 
and you get a bonus on a roll that other people roll. Then you have a marketplace with like three different levels of ships. You start replacing your ships. They start giving you more bonuses. Like you can get victory points. You can get uh, income. You can get all kinds of stuff. It's really, really easy. I taught my wife. I watched one video. I taught Nicole how to uh, play it in about two minutes, and we were off, and we had a, a complete game. We messed up one rule halfway through, and we fixed it, and... Had a great game. It was really, really No, fun. you didn't mess it up. You just interpreted it to your benefit. I did. I, we, I interpreted it to both of our benefits. <laughs> oh, okay. So I waited yeah, till, fine. I waited till we had the equal amount of benefits, and then I'm like, okay, now we'll institute <laughs> the rule. Now that so, I see, see that you're catching up to you me. You understand. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. understand. You're catching up to me now. Now we're going to do it this way. No, we, we, she kept it very close. It was very. It was a good game. We'll have to play that. But she yeah, win we, or you win? I won. I won both games. I also won. What did we play the other night? Oh, we got. I got to get you guys in on this. Lost Temple of Arnak, which has been sitting on my must-play shelf for a while now. It is a combination deck builder and worker placement game, Ooh. and I can't wait to play with more players because it was fun with two, but I feel like it'll be really great with four players because you can open more locations and do yeah. stuff. So I'll have to I'm always you. a sucker for a good deck builder. It's great, and it's the, the difference is. With deck builders, what this one is, you don't grab all of your hand. You don't. So in like, let's say you're playing Star Realms, you have five cards in your hand, and then you discard. You discard and you draw five. Right. So this one, you don't touch. You only draw your five. Uh huh. Okay. You play them. You shuffle them. You put them underneath. Then you draw. So you never have a discard. You have a discard, but the discard you never. You don't grab five cards until you shuffle your discard back into and put it underneath. And any okay. card you buy automatically goes to the bottom of that oh. pile. So you have a better chance of getting it on your next round. And then you're – so if I buy – let's say I buy in the middle of a round. I kind of like that more because sometimes when you buy it and you put it in your discard, especially mm-hmm. if you're buying a bunch of cards, yeah. and then you have to shuffle through it, you might get it. You might it might be on the bottom end. Anyway. Yeah. So, so that, you buy it, you put you put it underneath, mm-hmm. you finish your round, you because you have more than one. Like buying is one of the big moves. So you can but, almost plan ahead too. Exactly. If you buy certain cards in order to get yourself a little extra. Yes. Yeah. This is a game where there's only five rounds, so every round you really have to plan ahead. But the nice thing is you finish up, then you shuffle. Those go underneath, so the card you bought is still might be in position yeah. three or four. Okay, so it's almost guaranteed to come up the next time. So. so it gives you a better, it gives you more opportunity to plan ahead. Exactly, that's nice. Exactly, I like that. Uh, yeah. So these are some games we've been playing. We've Fair been enough. we've been getting back on the board game train. I bought Dune a long time ago. The the reprint of the original one. I've been wanting to play it, but I've been watching the rules on that. That is a that is a monster. Of it is. It's, and sometimes how small it is. It's and sometimes <laughs> it takes like three or four hours. I yeah. understand. Speaking of Dune, did any of you watch it? Nope. Not yet. I'm kind of saving myself. I, I, I would be like in the mood. After watching it, I wish I would have seen it in the theater. I watched it at home. But that being said. Is it streaming at home or did you buy it's it? It's streaming at home? at home on HBO Max yeah. okay. until I think later this month. Yeah, I think so. I think it's like six week window. But it's they didn't tell anybody. It's only part one. Yes. And I what? was under the impression that they had filmed both parts. They haven't. I thought they did. I no, they they got the green light. Now they're gonna film it, and it's supposed to start filming in 2022. Because huh. I, I thought they had filmed both at the same. That's time. That's what I thought too, and we I was wrong. Apparently. I mean, what? I mean, obviously, probably because they didn't have enough money to do both parts. Well, I think they back, wanted. Let, let me just say the attention to detail and the they are 
They are very uh, loyal to the book as That's far as heard. the story. More so than the original movie? Or? Yes. Hey, okay. don't knock David Lynch's. So this is very, this is very, very, it's not, I don't want to say it's slow, but people, if you don't know the story, you're going to think it's slow. If you've read the book, it's going to be nice because you're like, hey, this. It's this, a slow, it's a slow book. It is. Now, for those of us who don't necessarily want to read an entire book before they see the movie, would watching the original one help? It would, but you'll also have so a lot of questions. There's a lot of context that's missing. And- mm, they'll give you like a it. The, you know, the the first one is bad just because you're trying to cram a huge book into like 90 minutes because that movie's only like two hours long. I think this one is two and a half hours long, and it covers the first half of the book, which yeah. is all set up. So that's. I don't know how I feel about that because like the second. The- the second half of that book is where all the action. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I was my brain was not moving. As <laughs> he fast was going as, a million different places at the same time. My mouth wasn't moving as fast as my brain was. Um, but the reason why I like David Lynch's version, even though yes, by some it is considered a bad movie, they have they take both it being a very serious film like. They they believe the source material and they they try to pay as much homage to that as possible we can. They still have fun with it. Like you get to fucking see Sting, <laughs> Sting in his little cod piece, and he's fucking great, right? Like you could you could swap him with David Bowie and you would believe it a hundred percent. Yeah. So I it's mean, it's got this charm to it that yeah. you have to so does Artis. really enjoy. <laughs> this yeah, is but- <laughs> this is very serious. This is yeah. a very serious adaptation. There's very little humor. You can argue Zardoz. So my, is very the reason too. I haven't sat down to watch it was because of Timothy Chalamet. But let me, let I don't me, like him. Let me tell you this right now though. If he does a good job, I'll, if you say he does a good job, I'll watch it. But he does a great job. He really does. Um, but I will tell you that you know, I've been I've been told, you know, that the source material is basically Frank Herbert was uh, used a lot of Lawrence of Arabia as yeah. his source material. The book, yeah, the you 100%. know, the 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 Seven Pillars of Wisdom. The broad. Um, this more than the Lynch version will give you the vibes of Lawrence of Arabia in good and bad ways. So it's going to be two hours of just beautiful exposition. So, and like, <laughs> fuck, I like it, but God damn it. Kind of, kind of. A 15 minute shot of just landscape. You, you just want the Anthony Quinn character to show up to lighten the mood and he's not in there yet. And you're like, uh-huh. when is this coming? Uh, Zendaya, I, who I've been told I've been mispronouncing her name because I always say Zendaya. So apologies to Miss Zendaya. Uh, she is in it for to win it you know she's prominently featured in the poster she's in it for maybe about 10 minutes i figure she's not going to show up till the end anyways yeah because it seems like if if from what i understand if it's only part one and it ends i figure it's going to end somewhere around where he gets to dune and is pretty much on the run by himself and i kind of think that he's going to meet her and that'll be the end of the movie you're very close yeah you're very close because that's the turning point in the book yep, and the movie. Yep, yep, yep. That's where you're what, just like, holy shit, things are going to get. That's crazy. where they get to. They, they get to. But some of the scenes, like some of the sequences, the uh, like the special effects are just amazing. It looks seamless. It looks beautiful. It's really well shot. You know, Dennis. Is the same director as uh, the Arrival. No. What What's the the? I can't think of it right now. It's not Michael Bay. Sci-fi. I know that. Sci-fi, really pretty colors, is a sequel to, to a, oh Blade Runner. Yeah, yep, 
Blade Runner 24, same, same director. director. Yep. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. I'm yeah. excited for next week. Justine and I will finally be able to watch Shang-Chi. Yes, it's next week. I, I was going to try 12. to see it in the theater. I still haven't seen James Bond. Nope, I haven't either. I want to see it. I haven't been able to get to a theater. It's just things are coming out so late now. I know, man. I know. But uh, yeah, check it out, Dune. Uh, I would rank it about, uh, if you've read the book, it's probably a higher ranking. Um, I have read the book, and I would give it about, uh, I'm going to say a seven. Yeah, I'm gonna say that's a seven. solid. I'm gonna say a seven. Okay, what do you rate the David Lynch one? Oh, you know, that's like a five, but like a fun five. It's a fun five. That's I a, can respect that. Yeah, that's a five. Like it's like a uh, James Bond five. That, yeah, that's like a five. Like Man with a Golden Gun five. Because it's kind of just great to have him just monologuing most of the film. Uh, the Baron is absolutely. He looks terrifying. In, in this terrifying movie. in this one. Uh, he doesn't yeah. have the pustules. No, he's he's terrifying in this one. Yeah, it's good. The effects are great. I mean, it's. But if you haven't read the book, you're going to be like, "What? What is going on?" I'll watch it. Just think. Uh, just pretend like spice is oil, and Arrakis is Iraq. I mean, that's Iraq. what the whole thing is about, yeah. anyways. It's Arrakis, about, Iraq. Yeah it's, yeah, it's what it's about. That's, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not a very hard parallel yeah, to yeah. make. Nope. Iraq. The spice is what makes interstellar travel possible. So think about that. The oil mm-hmm. is what makes you know, you know. Uh, you know, makes tra- any kind of uh, motor travel possible. So mm-hmm. you think of that, look at it that way. Uh, all right, guys, guys, do we have anything else? Are you listening? Are you playing anything? Uh, Age of Empires 4 came out. How's that? Yeah, he's loving that. Just like Age of Empires 2, and it's fucking beautiful. Is it that good or bad? Right back, nostalgia wise. Do I, can I do, wait, can I pick my empire or am I assigned one? Uh, if you're playing the campaign, you're playing through different stories in history. So like different famous battles and stuff like that. If you're playing like skirmish or whatever, you can choose who you want to play as. Who do you play as? Um, I flip flop between China and Britain. Why are you such a colonist? I don't know. <laughs> don't know. <laughs> Man. What are you laughing at, Justine? That's a good, that's a good one. I like that. Manifest Destiny. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, man. Yeah. Jeez. What empires are available to me? Uh, a bunch of them. Um, Do, are my Aztecs represented? In one of the expansions, there will be, I'm sure. Oh, we get the expansion. We're not in the base. Yeah, you're not, they, they were, you're not so the base with uh, Age of Empires 2, the expansions that brought the Aztecs, the Mayans... Uh, and I think it was the Olmecs. So they were an afterthought. Were like the best ones. Of course. And they were the best ones to play. I was watching a comedian the other day. They were talking about how uh, they always talk about uh, the how the aliens came down and built the Egyptian pyramids. He's like, but nobody says that about the Mexican. Because <laughs> like, you know the Mexicans did it. <laughs> yeah. It's like somebody's quinceanera. They needed something for like a Saturday. They all got together like a Monday and built the pyramids. Exactly. It's fun though. It's it has uh, it definitely has that nostalgia factor. I love civ building games. I, I'm a huge nerd for those. I grew up on Age of Empires. I loved that game. I used to like plan out my maps on graph paper and stuff like that. And it just it's that's so great. Fun. What a nerd. It's fun. I love that. Uh, I was really. I I was sad when I stopped playing PC games and I went to console because there were no real Civilization games. That yeah, were, there's no RTS on except, um, except they, Civ- they finally did Civilization Six. Four. Yeah. Uh, but they did one for what was it called Civilization? Um, they have Civ Five. They the, the when they bring them to console, they're usually like downgraded. And- well, with the, with they did one specifically for console that worked best, and it was a little dumbed down, but it was fun. It was so much fun. Yeah. 
Because you could build a whole... But I would sit there for hours and build a civilization and get them... Civilization... That's like, not I a game that you can play I didn't one have day. the patience with civilization because it took you a long time to get mm-hmm. like your whole empire up and be able to nuke another group. <laughs> yeah. Whereas in Age of Empires, I can pretty much pretty get pretty quickly you know be able to start attacking and surviving what's that available on the, the pc pc mm-hmm. yeah. All right. yeah what about the mac we came in on max it might be i don't think don't, so don't came on max right. max and peace this thing yeah, games aren't meant for mac but it might be i don't know what about miss mary mac who hmm? make no mistake she's the girl i'm gonna track what is that lots of other fellas trying to get out her back but i think what i'm gonna have to get up early fuck is going huh? on miss mary you know that song? mac mac no? it's a little like Never yeah, mind. when you like do the so hand anyways, gestures. So, anyways, Mario. <laughs> I, I think it's an old like Irish black, song, black, like Irish black. drinking song. I'll find it. It's a, you were doing like a hip hop lick. That's pretty no, cool. you like. It's like one of those like hand games, like patty cake. Yeah, like a patty cake. Almost. I was. I want something different. Oh, like. Uh, it's a, it's a recess game. Like Engine Engine number nine, going down Chicago no. line. It's, if they change to jump the track. It's a crazy hand thing the girls could do that I could never uh, coordinate uh, myself. I found the lyrics. Miss yeah. Mary Mac, 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 I'll dress in black, black, yeah, black but where's with it come silver from? button. All down her back, back. And then, I guess it is a girl thing. Yeah, hmm. it's a girl thing. Wow, that was weird. But uh, <laughs> a little a little tidbit for for on the gaming, on the gaming thing here. Um, anybody who is playing Animal Crossing... New Horizons. Oh, the update comes out this week. Track it's November fifth, Friday. I think. I think. For, uh, I think it's a worldwide release. So I think um, West Coast gets it at nine o'clock. It's like a hand. Like, the day before. Huge update. Think, you know, it's or kind six of, o'clock the day it's before. Rude. They're trying to overshadow Guy Fox Day. It's really rude. Here's what's happening though. This is it. What the Nintendo's Nintendo's doing. They're doing a huge upgrade on Animal Crossing, mm-hmm. and then they're like, "Well, we're not supporting the game after that." So. Yeah. That's fair. It's kind of like the last, but this is this. They're, they added so much. They and they also this is the longest I think they've ever uh, supported a game. Yeah, they mm-hmm. usually don't. They're not Mo- big. On- and most of the updates or like the videos for the updates are like five ish minutes, and this one was like twenty something. Yeah, minutes. they're gonna do. So there's a whole new. You find Harv's Island. They're finally gonna make something happen there, and what it's gonna be is there's gonna be a bazaar. You can get gonna- all of the traveling, all the traveling merchants. You can permanently get onto Harv's Island. Yes. They add in new villagers, a bunch of new items. I'm gonna have to go to your island and check it out. There's Cap'n, who is the the Kappa. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah the little Kappa creature. You can go to different islands, get different like you can get vines and all these different types of fruits and plants. And there's and- new. You're gonna be able to farm. And for those of you who like to decorate your your house and your island, you're like, man, why do I have to buy all this? Why do I have to buy all this furniture? They have the Happy Home Paradise, which essentially lets you build getaway homes for your for other villagers, and they give you like they give you all the like the furniture and stuff that you need. What really? So you don't have it's to buy what it. they yeah. want. You talk. They're your clients. Yeah. You talk to them, and they tell you. They what tell. They, want. they tell you. I like. I like this thing. This thing, and this thing. And then you. And then you make sure you put that in there, and then you can do whatever you want. And then you that. win. And then you win. God, they're so fucking. Just like when she's dude. like, "Try my clothes on." And I'm you just, just walk like, right back to her, and she's like, "Wow, my island vacation." And wow, she's over amazing. here going, "No, I gotta win." Here's the some socks. Game. Here, you get to keep it now. I, yeah, I like when she'd be like, "Show me something sporty," and I just wear whatever I'm wearing and throw that whatever put she it gives on, me. You walk away, come walk back, away, and then she's like, "Oh wow, whoa, let me like take some notes really quick." Yeah, it's even better when oh. 
Is that what it looks like? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, damn, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, I got to yeah, I gotta get back. I've been on the island. We, we've never stopped. We do minimal work on the island. I haven't done a big remodel in a while, but I'm getting ready to farm. I restarted my island. Going back to my roots, I'm going to do some farming. Mm-hmm. What about you? You restarted oh, yeah. your you island? You can do cooking, too. They have all types of different vegetables and stuff. Did you already complete stuff? everything? No. I did all my deep sea creatures. I'm about to do all of my... Um... I can't find my lobster. I can't find a lobster. It's probably during a particular month. That's do you, not deep sea. Do you fish? You no, fish lob- for the- lobster? You you dive for lobster, don't oh, you? Oh, I got it a long time ago, then. Yeah, I never got it. I, I can't. I don't know if you fish or dive for it. But anyway, I will Thank tell you, you what I just got for the very first time in the in the game. Believe it or not, I finally got a tarantula. Really? Oh, I have one. Yeah, I finally just got it. I had a scorpion it's years late in, ago. It's late. Oh, I haven't. Yeah, play late. I at haven't night. seen a scorpion yet. Oh yeah, you got the same thing. They They're late at night. I played during the day usually. I only played at night recently to finish my deep sea. That's another thing that they're going to do now. If you're on late at night, you can set when those little guys they'll be more active during the day. I rather or at not night. have my. Those are called around. yeah ordinances. Mm-hmm. There's some that let you um, grow flowers more yes. frequently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's one that's called early bird, where all of your villagers and your stores open a couple hours earlier. And then early there's bird. a night owl one that does the opposite. Where I they honestly stay open think later. the villagers are kind of annoying. Early bird. And they can I'm, visit I'm your house now, around. like they could yeah. in the other games. They can invite you over to their house. Well, I'll tell you what I did. I Good got time. all their pictures now, so I don't care what they do. Ooh. You have wanna... you seen what other, what other people do? Mm-mm. When their villagers leave, they have like kind of like an ofrenda. Yeah. <laughs> they have like a little hill like they put, and they put the pictures there. Oh, yeah. They put little gifts. They'll something. make like a little design of their face, and they'll put that right next to a little tombstone. <laughs> That's pretty great. It's like their past neighbors. Yeah. That's awesome. I love yeah. it. All right. Yeah, it's a good time. All right, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about Lethal Weapon 3. Woo! Remember those stories you were supposed to read in high school? Oh, uh, Dickens. Poe. That's literally all the names I can think of. Did you read them? Obviously I didn't. Let us read them for you. Uh, That sounds dangerous. What does? Reading. (laughs) It might go badly. But that's half the fun. I'm Ken Sandberg. And I'm Heather Michelle Lawler. Check out Campfire Classics, where we try to read those books that look really good on your shelf. Campfire Classics is available wherever you listen to podcasts. Listen, like, follow. Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, Renee, uh, how's your walk going? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's Renee, good. watch out for that car. <laughs> <laughs> Renee, uh, look both ways before you're crossing the street. Okay. Yeah, please. <laughs> Want to make sure you're safe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Renee! Stay safe out there. We need the listeners. All right, guys. <laughs> We're back. We had a nice little break. I got an energy drink. It's a Tetris-inspired G-Fuel energy drink. Tetris- Blast. Do you feel ready to game? It's zero sugar, gives you extreme focus and performance energy. You're ready to game, aren't you? I'm ready to do some hot drops into Verdansk and go two for 17 on kills. <laughs> Next week, 2042. Are you excited? Oh, yeah, 15th. Right? What are you talking about? Or is it the 2042, 12th? Battlefield 2042. Oh, Next week. no. See, I can't. I don't have my PS5. 
computer. It's the tw- is it the twelfth? No the one has a PS5. Now fifteenth is going to be because I can't fucking get one. Check it out. I belong to Amazon Treasure the 15th Truck. Is going to be the following Monday. What's they, a treasure truck? They send. It used to be like this truck would drive around, and Amazon would give you special deals if you showed up and bought stuff, and the truck would move around. So I would I would get text notifications because it would be in Southern California. It would sell stuff off the truck that only you could only get. But now they're just like, F it. You can just buy it on the treasure truck and we'll send it to you. <laughs> you can buy it off the treasure truck, but we'll just send it to you. You're basically buying it from Amazon. So it's like an ice cream truck. Kind of. But it has treasure. But it has treasure. Treasure. Twice at 9 a.m. every day they send me a text to tell you what's on the treasure truck. Yesterday it was the Roku soundbar. Oh, that's cool. For like 80 bucks, which is like, hey, that's cool, but I didn't buy it. But it was like, hey, that's a great deal. Usually it's like 30, 40% off. Twice now they've texted me at 9 a.m. to say, we've got PS5s. And I immediately hit the link and it's sold out, like immediately. You get one, just tell me. I'll send Maybe you the money. Maybe they're just teasing you. If I get one, I'm going to buy one. I'll try to buy two. I'll send you the money immediately. Yeah, I know you will. We did it. Your can, friend uh, Your friend still has a Switch. We, we Listen, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a reputable. Can you make that three? Some, you sometimes I buy You're extra. You're not a PlayStation person. Get out of here. What if he is, though? Well, no better no better time to start than now. Yeah. See, he is it. He said that just like Li- Linus in yeah, that Great Pumpkin. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he got a. He's got to love this fucking patch. I want some Ghost of Tsushima. He's got, oh, Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. So good. I've heard the director's cut is worth rebuying the game for. Were really? you inspired from Squid Games? What's, to start playing what's PlayStation? A Squid Game? Squid Game. What's that? Squid Game. Where to? Where can I buy it? Is it a game? What, what's it. it about? You can buy it. I played. I played Splatoon before. I know Squid oh. Game. That is a squid game. Yeah. Technically, yeah. <laughs> it technically is. He's got us there. He's yeah. thinking all over the place. You know, we haven't done trivia. Let's do trivia before mm, we go to the Digital right. Movie Club. No. Wait, you want to know? Yes, I, I got do. a fun fact for you guys. You ready? Mario, what do you rate your Digital Movie Collection? What do you mean? What do you rate all your Digital Movie Overall Collection score as a whole? Of your collection. What do you rate it? Oh, it's about a 95% on, nope. a, on Rotten Tomatoes. You rated a 7.5. How you do, don't even like your movies. How do you know that? Because it collates all of your Oh, really? Scores. Because you someone's asked what their average is, and I had to keep it there. What's my average? Your average, uh, 7.4. Yeah. John's, 7.7. Yeah. Mine, I'm a 7.4. What like do you think five? Justine's is? <laughs> it, it's please, like be five. Six please be 5. Please be 5. 6.5. Ah. Uh. She's got the lowest rating. <laughs> But still, yeah, you only like your your thing seventy five percent. You only give your you give your collection a C. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that's about right. I just saw that this morning. I was like, that's fun. Well, there's some there's some it's well not no there are a few of them though. that weren't part of the collection that I feel like brought oh, the overall score down. I mean, down. wait till we get to the past and, and the What do you rate Mario's movie collection? Tweet at us at Soupcom. Yeah, what do you what do you think of the so movie far. collection so far? Yeah. But I will tell you this: a lot of the movies I buy, I buy knowing they're not great, but I love them. We we've talked about that. I'm gonna be, re- but I'm gonna be really curious to see when we're finally done what the overall rating is actually going to be because we still got a ways to go i was just thinking this today because paper moon was on one of the streaming services and i was like oh that's a movie that like all three of you guys discovered through the podcast and all three of you love so there's been movies you guys have discovered so for me this has been a worthy journey because just because yes i heap you with james bond and I heap you with things that you don't like. Zardoz. But, but that, that was him. that was kung fu. Uh, that does, that was kung fu driving. But um, 
But yeah, there's other movies that you guys like. All the World War II movies that Justine likes. Yeah. All the spaghetti westerns that Justine likes with Clint Eastwood. It's been all the Charles Bronson stuff that she would have never watched. The the Great Escape, or you know things like that. It's been like Wrath of Khan. It's been yeah. It's been worth it for me to like. Yeah. Sometimes we got to take our lumps, but overall, I think it's been fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Are you guys ready? It's trivia time. Trivia. Here we go. Justine, in which 1940s film would you find a rabbit named Thumper? Oh, Bambi. Correct. My man. Is that really in the 40s? Well, yeah. Yeah. My man, uh, Patrick. It's about a, it's okay, I forget what my is, name too. What it's is the <laughs> only planet in the solar system that is named after a female figure? Um, Don't. Only planet in the solar system named after a female. That's a dude. That's a dude. That's a dude. Is it Saturn? No. Venus. Venus. Oh, shit. Fuck. And your Venus. You're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Men are from Mars. Girls are from I'm Venus. not sexist, okay? So I don't fucking know. You are racist, though, as you proved outside <laughs> in, the <laughs> in the comic book store. At the break. <laughs> Patrick said, "Hey, just just seeing. Here's a comic for you." And you said, "If I'll bet you it's going to be something about Asians." Yep. And then what was the name of it? <laughs> Good Asians. <laughs> yep. So predictable. I love it. It's pretty funny. Jake, <laughs> who was Adolf Hitler's favorite composer? Don't act like you don't know. It uh, was what's his name? Uh, don't wait for the translation. What? Answer me now. Who was Adolf Hitler's favorite composer? Well. Danny I do yeah, know I a lot. Yeah, Danny I do Elfman. know a lot about Adolf Hitler, but um, Stroganovsky. Who? It's just a random He's guess. Stroganovsky. Yeah, that was, his fa- Stroganov. that was his favorite dish. Yeah, uh, it was <laughs> Wagner. Yeah. Wagner, Richard Wagner. Justine, you win trivia. Hell yeah, because I knew Bambi. You guys want to go for uh, round yeah, two? Yeah, nope. Some nope. Yeah, no. I already won. Let's Give move us one on. More. I want redemption. Or you want redemption? We'll go backwards. Yeah, let him backpedal. All right, Jake. Jake. Yeah. Where was George A. Custer defeated? George A. Custard? Custer. Custard? It's already Custard. bad. It's already store. <laughs> Custard, yeah. Next to Jell-O. I'll, 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 I'll five a target. On the room temperature counter. I'll five a target. Yeah. <laughs> Next to J.L.O. Yeah. Where was George A. Custer, General George Custer? Where was he defeated? Uh huh. At the at the food window because he'd be sitting out for two hours. <laughs> the Battle of Little Bighorn. Mm-hmm. I see. Uh-huh. Ooh, uh huh. Ooh, I like that battle. Yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, uh, let's go, Patrick. Patrick. That's okay. I forget my name. No, no, no. I was trying to figure out which one because we're going this way though. In baseball, a gopher pitch is referred to as what? Uh, what is a gopher hit? A grounder. It's a home run. Home run. It's a, 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 a pitch that you hit that's hit for a home run. You threw a gopher pitch at him. I've never heard that before. Oh, it's, old. It's, an old, uh, it's an old old term. Uh, my man, uh, Justine, what band got their name from the 1960s film Barbarella with Jane Fonda? What band? I'll give you a hint. It's an 80s band. Not the person who came with ba 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 na. No, no, no. Barbarella. <laughs> Barbarella. Oh, God. Um, 80s band? Mm hmm. 
I'm not gonna know 80s bands. That's gonna be. This is the 80s band. The Devo. No. No, not that. Not that. That's not what I said. I was Flock just saying. Of seagulls. No. That's not my answer. I was just saying. Sting. No. Damn it. What band got their name from the 1960s on Barbarella? Barbarella. I don't know. Duran Duran. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> you read my mind. Duran Duran. Duran. Yeah, you said it wrong. Duran. We all failed trivia. Yeah. It's okay. Guys. These are hard. Do These are harder. Didn't have now. a winner. You want to do one I more? I was a no, winner no, no, no. last game. Okay. Uh, we'll start with Patrick this time. Patrick, in the TV show The Simpsons, who has the largest collection of Malibu Stacy dolls? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, isn't that a comic book guy? No. He doesn't? Nope. Uh, Millhouse. Nope. Mr. Smithers. Really? Smithers. Oh, my creeper. Here we go. Jake, this is for you. What British rock group released a debut album called Parachutes? Parachutes. Parachutes? Parachutes? Pa- parachutes. Parachutes. Which British rock band? British rock? I don't, I don't fucking know. Released a debut album called Parachutes. Flock of Seagulls. No, that'd be the most boring band in the world. <laughs> Coldplay. Coldplay. Mm. Oh, I thought they were Australian. I didn't know they were British. Uh, Justine, what nationality is Sir Anthony Hopkins? Irish? Welsh. Fuck. Welsh. Duh, Welsh. That's what I was saying. You guys are. Bad. It's all the same, honestly. Like these are these are so much harder. These are so much harder than the than the game. Yeah. So Justine, you are the winner. Good yeah, because I won like a few. Because you got a ago. Disney question. You got one out of three. Good job. Because <laughs> I got a Bambi question, guys. Got You're a thirty-three percent. You're a thirty-three percenter. But we still, love you. But we still love you somehow. We still love you. All right, guys. It is time for. Jesus. Digital movies. Digital movies. Digital movies. Digital movies. You're in the club. How was that? It was so sad. Beautiful. It was so sad. I had to take my headphones off. I couldn't get good lip. At least you know how to do it. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, just seeing you do better. One day. She practices at home. Just like my whistling, I'll get doesn't there. doesn't do anything. You don't whistle? Practices. I can't. Let's see it. You might have to go a little. See, my whistle isn't dead on. Like, look at my lip. She's side right here. You do what you got to do. I'm not a good whistler. Some people, they tell me, like, you suck in. No, you blow out. And I'm like, okay, I don't get it. You, you do your both? tongue like this. Boy, everybody has an opinion on how to do I that honestly kind of think I whistle just through my teeth because I'm not doing anything. You ever yeah. you ever know somebody that whistles through their teeth when they talk? That's a good that's a good sound. <laughs> that's a great sound. They'd be great on this part. Oh, look at that! Ooh! In the tiki tiki you know, tiki, my, tiki tiki tiki. My nephew's room. so good at whistling that the neighbors next door asked if they bought a bird. That is fantastic. <laughs> he whistles all the time. Like he's in the bathroom, he's whistling. He's walking around, he's whistling. He's playing video games, he's whistling. Like, how old is he? Uh, so I don't know how old sophomore high school is. But he's a good whistler. That's so like loud. Fifteen. But the neighbors asked if they bought a bird. That's fantastic. <laughs> hey, you got a baby bird? Got you got a little baby bird over there. <laughs> <laughs> or you got someone cat or you got someone cat calling day, day out in that room. Little baby bird. Can't be catting around here. 
Yeah, yeah. We're, John's probably out catting around. We think he's at the. At he's corn dogging. He's corn dogging. Corn dogging somewhere. Hot dogging around. It's okay. horn dog, not corn dog. <laughs> we he's said on the streets corn, dog. corn dogging. <laughs> <laughs> I see it more as like it's kind of corny. Corn dogging <laughs> sounds like there's a lot of batter involved. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds bad. <laughs> yeah, it sounds messy. <laughs> Speaking of a lot of batter, let's talk about this week's movie, Lethal Weapon 3. Patrick, take it away. Tell us all about it. Lethal Weapon 3, running at 1 hour and 58 minutes, released in 1992 on May 15th, with a 6.7 on IMDb, a 60% on Rotten Tomatoes, directed by Richard Donner, with a budget of $35 million grossed worldwide. Anybody want to hedge a guess? Oh, I'm going to say... Go ahead. $72 million. Justine? I don't care. Uh... Ten million. What was the budget again? Thirty-five million. I'm gonna oh, say no. <laughs> ten million. <laughs> nope, nope. I'm gonna $5. say it made eighty-five million. And then we can I make another guess? Yeah, go ahead. One hundred million. You are actually closer than anybody else. Three hundred and twenty million dollars. Oh, what? Wow. I win. Yeah, this was a box office success. Jeez, That's smash it. Massive success. Three hundred million opening weekend. One hundred and forty-four million dollars. Count that high. What's cr- okay? We're gonna talk about because this is such a weird series, and I was noticing it today. So first of all, they did like a James Bond opening, which annoyed me. First <laughs> of all, <laughs> why, what, what was the opening? The uh, Eric Clapton, right? Oh, Eric Clapton, and it said two other composers, but you can hear. Three. Well, the beginning was the oh, fire. The, oh, the, oh, the oh, the, the credit sequence. And then, uh, the credit the sequence. name. I was like, what? The what heck? made me laugh is I was like, man, David Sanborn is getting paid by the note to play all the saxophone. <laughs> In the it's everywhere. He's getting paid by the note. And Anytime somebody's like, talking and they stop for a second, he's like running to go to the set. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, why does it sound sexy? But he's just running. <laughs> freaking David Sanborn. Uh, but yeah, uh, what's great? What's crazy about these movies that I've noticed is that they're very manic. People talking over each other. Oh, it's hard like to, you're on coke watching. It, yeah, movie. it's always very manic. You hear a lot of people, just people talking they over each other. Cutting scenes. And yeah. Both yelling. And so that's very. Um, that's that's a very. Uh, uh, that's that's something that the series is known for, I guess. But you notice it more because we're watching movies with like. Let's compare it to Reservoir Dogs, where there is a lot of overlapping dialogue and people yelling at each other, but it doesn't feel quite as manic. There's no music playing when they're talking, though. Yeah, it just adds to like a cacophony. It's very hard to make out. But at this point, the series is coasting on you love Riggs and Murtaugh, right? You like the characters. You know what they're about. You know Riggs is crazy, and you know Murtaugh's too old for this shit. He's not as crazy in this one. And they bring back Joe Pesci, but they wisely... How many times does he say that in this whole series? I'm getting too old for this shit. Oh, All the time. It's like every five minutes. Yeah, but this is the first one where they both say it. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the credits. Mm. Yeah, they had an end credit scene. We were just too lazy to change it, and it already played like the last scene. Oh, yeah, you, you just voice over. Yeah. It's just voice over. I was like, I wonder what shit. they were like, taking down in this <laughs> film, in this scene. Uh, yeah, so, like, you know, it's a general, the last one we remember is Diplomatic Immunity, mm-hmm. and then you had Joe Pesci, you have the return of Joe Pesci, now uh, Leo Getz is a is a, uh, a real estate agent, and he's blonde, and he's very <laughs> Hollywood. Um, this I mean, is, that's back right now. That is back. He it's kinda, hot right now. Yeah. He mm-hmm. kind of looks like he, definitely looks better than he did in... Uh, 
in uh, My Cousin Vinny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He looks yeah, a actually, little more hip. Yeah. <laughs> you still wish for Marissa Tomei, though. Yeah, you do. You do. But you get Rene Russo. True. Rene Russo, who balances out the cast nicely. And I like that they kind of give her... Um, I like when they show her wounds, like she's just as badass as them. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that's a very Jaws scene where they're like, oh, look at this, look at this, look at mm-hmm. this. Um, there's still some problems, obviously. Uh, Justine, what did you think of this one? How did you feel about Lethal Weapon 3? Do you like these characters? Do you like visiting them from time to time? No, I don't like this, I don't like this series at all. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm a, which is weird. I don't so think Patrick, I'm an action think? film person. You're not an action film guy? I just think uh-huh. it's stupid. Like, why do we have to go this way? This is stupid. Yeah. But I mean, it's weird because I like the World War II ones, so I don't understand it. But Well, because you're fighting Nazis. I guess it's more strategic in a war one than it is. Yeah, it's just cops running around. This person just riding around and causing chaos. I'm like, this guy should have been fired already. If this was on the news, he would already, like, there would already be a protest and he'd already fire this guy. (laughs) You must hate Tom Cruise movies. He's just straight up murdering people. He just took down a building. Are you kidding me? You're fired. (laughs) (laughs) When you look at it in in the post, like, in our, like, like, 30 years later, right? He's like, you're like, oh, police brutality. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> oh, he's fired for that. Fired for that. Fired for oh. that. Sexual harassment. Uh, and then, so. they, like, when the building falls, like the people are just looking at him, like, oh, stupid. Like, no, you're fired. Riggs at it again with yeah. the shenanigans. Yeah, so just, dumb. Just, cost, mm-hmm. just cost the city millions of yeah, dollars. Yeah, I guess of just watching damage. it now, you're like, no. No. And you really didn't realize how bad bomb damage was in L.A. Yeah, back in '91, <laughs> just multiple yeah. buildings blowing up. Well, I high. forgot that they hadn't that the 105 freeway wasn't. That's the 105 that yeah. they're flying off of. Like I was like, oh yeah, that wasn't the done subways yet. were just being finished, and the 105 wasn't even the thing yet. Like they were still working on it. That's when L.A. had hopes. Yeah, for I'm wondering where the systems. I'm wondering where the construction site was at. That was the is the 105 is like towards the end of the. What's funny is I kept picking up on where they were. Like it when they were chasing yeah. the armored car, it was all like near downtown, like the other side of downtown, like by Dodger Stadium. That's probably what cost mm. the most money was just getting permits to. Yeah, and then later on, it was like, oh, that's okay. I see the freeway, but in like one second, he's like, oh, they're in West Hollywood. They went from like downtown to West Hollywood pretty quick. But then I was like, well, you could take Sunset. And there's no travel. <laughs> I'm like trying to in my head. I was like, okay. I mean, already- if all the streets are blocked, <laughs> then it'll only take a couple minutes. Yeah. I'm thinking in my head. I'm like, I got to WeHo pretty fast, man. That's pretty quick. Uh, in no traffic, LA yeah. becomes incredibly small. I'm like, okay, this this chase took place at 10 in the morning because it's the only time you're going to get down there in like 15 minutes. Even I just, if- I feel like this one, just like the first or the second one, I wanted more of Donald Glover, which they did in the second one. But this one, it's like, why does he have Danny to Glover. play the same? Danny Glover. What did I say? Donald. You said Donald Glover. Oh my bad. But why? I do would. They have Donald to... Glover would be welcome in this movie for sure. <laughs> yeah. oh, but like, yeah. why does he have to play the same character? Like 10 why years can't old right he now. be the breakout? It just makes me mad. But because he's fuck, man, I'm too old for his goddamn Mel shit. Gibson yeah, because to he's be too old one. for that shit. So they yeah. do give him some nice moments, though. You know, the yeah. the whole thing. You know, he, he, you know, with the neighbor kid and that whole oh, thing. Oh, fucking You do give him. They give him some nice. They do, and and the last movie, it's, it revolves it revolves around his family, right? Yeah, yeah. Like the whole family's thing comes from his. Mm-hmm. Background, but mm. I did like the line. Family at this point, I did like the line that when he's when they're drunk and he's like mad, and then he says, he tells them, "I have three beautiful kids and they're yours." Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought that was like a nice. Right, it made it better. It kind of grounds the characters, you know. Yeah, but I feel like I don't know. I don't actually have emotion and feeling. Mm -hmm. Is that what you hate? No, I don't like. She just wants to shoot Nazis. I don't like seeing Danny Glover babysit this crazy kid. 
I mean, that's kind of their. <laughs> why, does De- why doesn't Danny Glover get to do fun why can't stuff? He, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like being forced to be the bad guy because of that. He's about. To, he was about to retire. He's the bad that's cop. Why. He's on his way. Out. No, like he's the the, It's like the parent, and he's forcing him to be responsible. Yeah, he's like the so parent. annoying. He's like the parent that the kid hates because the kid, the parent wants him to do the right thing. Yeah, and yeah. he wants to have fun too, but he can't because your child's crazy. No, because yeah. it's fucking stressing him out. <laughs> right, I do so. love how stressed out he is all the time. <laughs> yeah. He is always just like. <laughs> have you ever oh, had he, that friend who does like the he stupidest shit just ever? Retired when he from misfires him. his gun in the the locker room and just see his face going. <gasps> yeah, but that's, I mean that is cute because then Mel Gibson's like hitting thing like he covers for yeah. him. Yeah, so, like great. You but can tell still, it's an actual partnership. I just yeah. get very. I was very annoyed with Mel Gibson's character because of his top knot. He just. <laughs> it's not a top knot. That was straight <laughs> up. He went from that to going to fill the Patriots <laughs> in the same day. Well, when yeah. he went to, to be a patrolman, I'm like, cool, they cut it. Nope. No. <laughs> There's a tiny little... Don't worry. The last movie, they cut it. I did like the scene where they didn't, where they don't know how to fill out the, like... Oh, the, they, they, yeah. <laughs> the jaywalking. Have you filled out one of these before? <laughs> yes, of course I filled out one of these before. They can't read it. Yeah, yeah. It's too tiny. Uh... That was see that was like Alvera Street like I'm all that's Alvera Street yeah huh. yeah I was like okay I know where that parking lot is I've parked there before but uh, yeah I was but I did, did look that looked familiar I'm mm-hmm. like where is this I did like having her in the film because um, it just balanced it out what's what what is great about the series is they just add keep adding characters they don't take it, people away they don't take I people like. away but I love that he's like oh yeah let's just watch her she's gonna do that spin kick and then she <laughs> did oh, it oh yeah he's just such a proud he's it was just funny. like god damn mm-hmm. she's amazing he's and so then when he did that. it I was like damn I like when he's good. like I gotta go help her like he's like no 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 just let her go yeah 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 he's like I gotta go help her <laughs> and he's like how you doing babe <laughs> she's like I'm alright uh, yeah I thought I thought she did really well yeah cause that could've just been like I'm gonna be the bitch character and that's it. And they, I liked that they, they made them equals. Like no, they, she was equal. She was equally crazy. She was equally like. They made her a badass. They made her a badass. Mm-hmm. She knew how to do kung fu. They didn't kill her off, which I liked. Yeah, I was worried for a second. They, I was like, half expecting her, her to betray them. Like, have oh, you were waiting for that? Yeah. I thought yeah. uh, I thought his son was going to show up in like the gang scene. I was worried for a bit. You thought he was going to tip over and it was going to be his son or no, something? No, I thought the kid who hit uh, Riggs in the back of the head with the wood board oh, was yeah. his son. I just forgot and I hadn't seen it in a long time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Leo Getz. Now he's a good boy. Did you like the hockey scene, though? At the old forum? No. At the forum? No. no. While watching it, I'm like, what a 90s thing to be in hockey. Yeah. <laughs> Who watches fo- hockey anymore? Hockey. I, was, I was watching the forum. I was like, yeah, we used to sit up in those seats and watch the Lakers. Um, it was nice to see the forum. But um, hold on. Energy drink on its way back up. Okay, hello, hello, hello. Okay, we're good, we're good, we're good. Uh, I feel better. Um, so Justine, you were like, you, but so you liked all the stuff that wasn't the action scenes, though. You liked the in-between scenes. Yeah, like, the, um. But even like just subtle kicking ass is fine. Yeah. But like you don't always need... having someone on fire, always having someone fall. Like yeah, yeah. All these stuntmen were getting jobs back then. I got a, I got a, I got a spoiler alert for you when we get to Lethal Weapon Four, which won't be for a while. Ninety-eight. Jet Li shows up, so I just really? want you to know they kick it up. <laughs> so, okay. Je- so Jet. Oh, yeah, I just and read Renee it. Russo they... comes back. Oh, and Chris Rock shows up. That's right. I forgot. Chris Rock. And Pat- 
Now we're just Joe turning Pesci. and Joe Pesci. Yeah, Joe Pesci's in it. Now we're just throw, turning into Rush Hour. They throw everybody in it. They throw everybody in it. Slowly turning into Rush mm, Hour. It's good. I it's, love when they shoot his tires out too, just to keep him there. Yeah. He's like, no, no, wait, I got a spare. <laughs> and at the end, he's like, you owe me tires. Uh, why does everybody keep walking in on when he's in the bathtub? <laughs> it's just what they do. <laughs> I actually didn't mind that. One. Leave him alone. I like when she picks up the towel and covers his penis. <laughs> She, like, she walks in and in she there. just picks it up and puts it over it. The great Darlene Love. The great fantastic Darlene Love. I think he still should have retired, but it's fine. Yeah, because I mean, he's he's He's, he's over it. Just why? And you're already counting it down? Yeah, he's then got just old balls. Ten more years, though? Can you imagine? 3,650 days. He just waits for mandatory yeah. retirement. What did you think, Patrick? Talk about it. Let's walk us through it. This is one of those movies that's just like, it's a background movie. You put it on while you're cleaning the house, doing something. It's a fun movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice that even with all the action, there is still substance in this film. And if you're not paying attention, you can miss it. Uh, from him dealing with killing the neighborhood kid and then Mel Gibson's character dealing with the fact that he, his life is basically Murtaugh. Mm-hmm. That's who it is that's what he's living for and if you've seen the other movies you know that to be the truth the reason he is alive and still kicking is because of Murtaugh so he's yeah it's an interesting dynamic to see how he's struggling with that and how much he actually cares about him even if he gives him a hard time like he genuinely loves him and it's it's a it's a fun film I mean yeah, I get it. It's it's not a great movie, but there are some good moments. Yeah, they're fun. I, I like when he thought he slept with his daughter. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Uh, it is. You're right, Patrick. These are kind of like bubblegum yeah. movies. They're not. You don't take them seriously. They're not super deep, but. Um, it has moments, and it's, it's nice that they add that in, and they work. They're not like. It's not. You can put in, like, action movies, you can put in moments where it's just like, fuck, this just looks bad. It doesn't fit the theme of the movie. These actually fit, and they, they're they subtle enough that it works for the film. What's great is the you watch these movies because you like the relationship, yeah. the partnership. And so it always ends up being, you know... Murtaugh's going to bail him out at one point in the movie. Yeah. He's going to he's going to have to drive a car somewhere and but it's, pick him it's, up. It's even better is the fact that they reverse the roles, right? Mm-hmm. So from the first movie, Murtaugh is taking care of Riggs constantly, right? This is the opposite. Riggs is taking care of Murtaugh almost throughout the whole yeah, movie. That's true. And it's it's a change in dynamic, so it's kind of cool to see that change in roles. I do, I do love uh, Danny Glover in these in this role. Oh, I do, God. I do love him. In this I, and I, I love the fact that they continue to add to the cast, and they're just like, yeah. he's fucking funny. We like it. Bring him back. Yeah, bring it's him back. Great, right? Yeah, yeah. Like they just it's not it like doesn't, James Bond. It, it doesn't, doesn't happen a lot. Yeah, like it, they may keep the two main characters. If yeah. they do a sequel, and everybody else is different, so it's rare to see this. They did this a lot in the '90s. You look at like Mission Impossible stuff like that. Like they continue to bring back the same people. Sure, but in other movies, especially nowadays, you really don't see that. Uh, Renee, who do you like better, Riggs or Murtaugh? Ooh. It really depends on the mood for me, honestly. <laughs> but nine times out of ten, it's Riggs because it's just the action. Because he's just crazy. He's just crazy. I'm a Murtaugh. I'm a Murtaugh guy. Because I'm, I'm a dad. Too fucking... old for the shit. Because I'm a dad. <laughs> and I understand. I the three stooges sometimes, too. Riggs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, what about when he, when she she's like, don't touch my computer? And it's like the <laughs> 90s Three Stooges video game? Yeah. It's uh, I mean you see Three Stooges when he's doing the yeah yeah, yeah. eyeball thing through the whole film because I boop it's fun I I I forgot how much I appreciate this movie I, it's the your, the relationship is what brings you back to yep. these movies for yeah. sure Jake what did you think Lethal Weapon three 
It's just it's just a fun it's just a fun movie, you know. I mean, the relationship between Riggs and Murtaugh. I mean, that's what that's the glue that holds all these movies together. Mm-hmm. If they if it were somebody different were a different um, different duo, then it would be a completely different movie. But it's it's a lot of fun. And Rene Russo, I thought, had a really awesome part to play in that. Yeah, was the um, was the perfect match for Riggs. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize how early, because this is 91. Mm-hmm. So 92. This, or 92, I'm sorry. So this is really early. She's one of the early badasses. Yeah. So to early female badasses. I mean, we had a- Aliens was probably one of the first yeah. to really push that That's strong right. female lead. Mm-hmm. And I like it. Yeah, she wasn't like a secondary character. She was strong. She was already in internal affairs. Mm-hmm. So she was already like a well, she was well advanced in her career. So it was kind of cool. And then she didn't need to be babysat or rescued. She did not get. Did she get rescued in this one? Oh, she gets shot, but she doesn't get rescued at any. Point. But she was smart. But no one went. But she, she does the rescuing. She was smart enough to wear double double vest. Yeah. But why did you guys take the rookie with you? You knew oh, what was going to happen. Uh, happen. As soon like, as he said it's my birthday, I was like, like well, uh, happy <laughs> they didn't even do much like after no. that, and He's I was already there. heartbroken. That's it. And then we just moved on. I'm like, he great. was just there to get shot. That's yeah, all that's he was all there he was. for. He was he, there to be. He's wanted to do. He's wanted to be in a cool shootout. He was. And then he wasn't. Good for Why wouldn't they just take the whole police station down there? Lone gunmen. Because they got it. They're, They're the wild cards. They yeah. can't. They can't. Why wouldn't they just else. take it? Like, it would have been cool to see the whole squad pile <laughs> down. <and just> <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, well, if you even, start asking about someone, the logistics, then someone shot. He shot them on the on the ice. On yeah, when he was on the yeah. ice, and no one stopped him. Where's the Where's the little cops at that place? Oh, the security. security? Yeah. Yeah. He had a silencer. Yeah, but he's in the front. Like you see him. You see him shoot him. No, you, <laughs> you see, see them him, shoot him. Like you see. But him how many people saw that? So many people have yeah. seen that. No, they didn't have like. I the mean, big if you start screens. to pick apart the logistics of yeah. the whole movie, this is before the jumbotron. Like, What's his I name? I want to know what happened to the Everyone truck would have driver. gotten away scot-free yeah. because there's just so much obstruction of justice and For sure. no evidence. Like, no... No like warrants, all, no, no evidence. No warrants, no evidence, <laughs> oh, no, no nothing, just shooting people. You know it's unrealistic when they find the dead body in the interrogation room and they just let go, well, okay. Yeah, they just, <laughs> yeah, they just moved on. That's yeah. a Tuesday for them. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, this happened again. I did notice, though, that... It's okay. this week. He's a criminal. Was it the first movie with the Christmas trees or the second one? The first one. Yeah. yeah. The first one, they had like the flags at that lot, and then they do this one, and then they had the flags at the the auto place. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I keep noticing that they do like banners of flags. No, that's weird. In the beginning scenes. I wonder why. Maybe that's a Richard Donner thing. Yeah. He loves flags. I don't know. Dun, 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 dun. So, Jake, uh, where, does, where do you rank this one in the, tri- in the so far? Um, well, First one was my favorite, and I think the second and third are kind of right neck and neck. Neck and neck. Yeah. Okay. It, it, I mean, so far there isn't like a bad. I don't think there's a bad movie in this series so far. Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite good. character? Who do you are you a Riggs guy or Murtaugh guy? Oh, I kind of like Murtaugh. Murtaugh's fun. Yeah. As you get older, you you uh, identify with Murtaugh. You appreciate more. him more and more. <laughs> You're like, man. I this, wish I had someone like that in my life, just this, looking out for me like that. This young buck just over kidding, here dragging that's my along wife. this old bet. My wife is definitely the Murtaugh in our relationship. Yeah. Uh, she is definitely too old for this shit. <laughs> she goes, Mario, you're acting like a child. I come home with another Funko like, Pop. Riggs, stop. <laughs> I come home with come another on, Funko Pop or a comic book, yeah. and she's like, well, I'm definitely too old for this shit. I am a Riggs at heart, but I do... I do sympathize with Murtaugh. <laughs> sure you're not a Joe Pesci? Leo Getz. 
So anyway, this is whatever Leo a lot wants. Of fun. Yeah. Leo gets. Leo. <laughs> Leo gets. I love the fact that she ran into Leo before she got there. It's how she got there. She's like, "Oh yeah, Leo told me." Everything. Yeah, yeah. And you believe it because he would just. Yeah, of course, he was up. probably just. He's so excited just to be a part of it. Oh. It's like, hey. I'm glad he didn't show up at the end. They yeah. were smart to use him sparingly. Yeah. They were very smart to use he him sparingly. He can he's, be a he's, lot. He's, he's like, he's, a lot in this he's movie. just enough comic relief. I'm glad he didn't ask to be a bigger role in it, you know? Yeah, yeah. He could have. Wait till you get to four. Is he in four a lot? Yeah, he, no. I don't remember. Lethal he's in it, Weapon He's four. in it about the same. Yeah, it's about the same. Yeah. Uh, you know, what closes a lingerie shop without windows? What? What does that mean? <laughs> Everybody was wondering what that line meant. What does that mean? I don't know. Okay, I thought there was. He just say something. It's, it's, it's like out of mean, nowhere. It's it's out of pocket when he's with the dog, mm-hmm. and you're just like, "The fuck is that mean?" Yeah, <laughs> I, know, I was thinking about that for like five minutes. I'm like, "What the fuck is this supposed to mean?" Closes a lingerie shop without windows. What does that mean? Does that mean? All right, let's rank it. Oh, I mean, Lethal Weapon I Three. Jake, talk about it. Rate it. What do you rank? <laughs> That's your name. Yeah. <laughs> 7.5. 7.5. On JMDB. Yep. The Jake Movie Database. What is it on PMBD? <laughs> uh, it's a seven. Seven. Yeah, solid. What is it on the other JMBD? Uh, six and a half. Wow. 6.5. Better know, than Casablanca. It's too long. It's too long of a film. Oh. I didn't like it. Yeah, it is. It was a little long. And then when I watched the beginning parts, I was like, opening credits with that fire. I'm like, oh my God, are they going to start doing James Bond Legal things? Legal weapon. So- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. So like, you I don't, felt like they took themselves too seriously. You don't need point. the bomb scene in the first part of the movie. Riggs However, it's the there to remind you that these two are just fucked up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a fun little punchline. Yeah. Cut the red wire. The blue wire. That's what I said. Cut the red wire. Cut the blue wire. Uh, save the cat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Grab that cat. Man, Peter would be all over this movie. And that then you that building safe. coming down. And then down you get man. the giant, as soon as that's over in the smoke, you see the giant Coca-Cola logo, and you're yeah. like, product, product placement. placement by Coca-Cola. <laughs> this movie's brought to you by Coca-Cola. Uh, I'm going to give this one Lethal Weapon 3. I hadn't seen this one in a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I've only seen it once or twice since it was released. And it came in. I wanted to buy Lethal Weapon. Yeah, for cool. Christmas a couple years ago. And what ended up happening was it was a bundle and it was cheaper to buy all of them than it was to just buy the one. Like it would Sometimes have been the same. I'll pay the extra just not to get the rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to say, I'm going to give this one a seven. This is a solid seven. Yeah, it's underrated. I definitely think. It's fun. I'm glad I watched it again. It was yeah. a fun way to watch the, like I said, it just gets a little manic this the way, but I think that's the way Richard Donner. Kind of plays into the kinda, movie. Yeah. It, it, it's, so you're supposed to feel that way. Yeah. Um, so Richard Donner does a good job that way. All right, what's up next, Justine? A league of their own. <gasps> There's no crying in baseball. Oh, there is none, especially when you lose Astros, Trashstros. We get Tom Hanks. Great, the great mm-hmm. Tom Hanks, the great Tom Hanks. The Tom Hanks. A lot of greats in this film. This is, uh, this is the movie that really uh, kind of launched his second career, Tom Hanks. His second wind. Yeah, this is really what launched him into more serious roles. After this, it would be things like Philadelphia and uh, Apollo thirteen and Castaway and and and, uh, and Saving Private Ryan. So Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. Yeah. Are we gonna watch Forrest Gump? 
I think so. Toy Story is one, so. two, three. It's a fantastic film. It is if you're a baby boomer. It's like a baby boomer's like oh, it's like a Wet tour train. of baby boomers America. Great soundtrack though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. 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 All right. So next week, guys, get ready for a League of Their Own. Love this movie. I'm gonna give it a ten right now. Ooh. I have a a print I got uh, framed up my work, and we put a I put a plate that says "There's no crying I'm in baseball with it." I love it. I think it's well. It's, it's like an essential movie to watch. It if is. If you're a baseball fan. We call that on this show. We call that a friendship fundamental. I don't know if you guys know that. We never know. heard that. Before. So <laughs> never heard you say that once. <laughs> nope. It's so heartbreaking when some of them are like, "No, I have to raise a family." Oh no, my husband's back, and you're like, <laughs> "Fucking play. You're way better." Yep, World War Two, man. Uh, and it's what's his name? What's that guy's name? Bill Pullman. Tom Hanks. The husband. Bill Pullman. For Gina Davis. Why do you keep saying? Hawks? Well, he's the Casper dad. He's Bill, the dad in Casper. He's the he's the president in Independence Day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's Lone Star in Spaceballs. He's a. Oh. Uh, isn't he also in a uh, While You Were Sleeping? I, yes, he is. Such a hottie. He's also the he's also Sleepless in Seattle. He's the first. Uh, mm-hmm. He's Meg Ryan's hus- uh, fiance in Sleepless mm-hmm. in Seattle. Yeah, but, not a good guy in that one. But come on, no, he is. is she, yeah, yeah, he's not a bad person. She just doesn't love him. That's what it was. And then she, he's like, "Go ahead and go." Because I remember when he came home, and I was like, "I get it. He's cute, but yeah. fuck him." <laughs> <laughs> he's got done fighting the Nazis. <laughs> yeah, show some respect for yeah, a Nazi yeah, fighter. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but the girls she were holding have a career it. Too. The girls were locking Thank it down you. at home. That's what was great about that movie. Well, we're going to talk about it next week. I Let's thought talk. that blonde girl was so hot. Madonna. No. Oh, Miss Georgia. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she is gorgeous. But I would watch her. I was like, wow. She's I, like save a her real for like next Barbie. Week. She looks like a doll. Yeah, yeah. she looks like a like, she's a like a Barbie. Yeah. She's I'm, so pretty. I don't know. If she ever did. Would anything you climb like that, that tree? That's Jason Momoa. Hmm. She's tall. She's just tough because she has that, that blonde hair and then the deep, dark eyes, and she's pitching and she's strong. She's such a cool. Mm-hmm. 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 So what do you rate? She's no there? Betty Spaghetti, but she's cool. <laughs> Betty Spaghetti. <laughs> Marla Hooch. All right. So for Jake, for Patrick, for Justine, we say, what do we say? Fight the power. This transmission ends now. Unity. I'm too old for this shit. We say I'm too old for this shit. Unity. Unity.